0: Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. This episode, we're about to enter an area so critical to group survival and expansion. Uh, That there's just no way we're going to be able to cover this subject or do the subject justice with just one episode. And that is the subject of justice. I'm going to do at least three episodes in a row on this. So I sure hope it's interesting to you and that you'll listen to the whole series because this is very, very, very important at many different levels. So tune in for these next three episodes. Of course, uh, it is my objective with every episode that each one stands on its own. So if you've listened, to um, a later episode. Now you're coming back to this one. It should be okay. But of course, listening in sequences is your best option. So this is going to be the first part, justice versus injustice. Now, right out of the gate, let's not kid ourselves. Few people really understand the definition of the word, first of all. And second of all, L. Ron Hubbard states, as we will cover in a moment, that man can't be trusted with justice to begin with. So it is a gnarly and touchy subject, to say the least. And I know a few people, if I know anyone, actually, who have operated or operating groups of any shape, size, or type, that have not had run-ins with justice and/or injustice. It's enough to make somebody decide that they're going to have nothing to do with groups anymore. Which of course immediately puts them at the effective groups. But that's a subject for a different episode. Uh, we'll have to cover some other day. So, well, so first of all, let's define the word. Uh, and in order to do so, let's. First, define a related but different term, and that is the term ethics. Both of these definitions uh, are coming from an article which is a, a landmark work on the subject, a definitive work on the subject. It was written by Mr. Hubbard. It's not even very long, it's like a handful of pages, dated 12 July 1980, and entitled The Basics of Ethics. So, if you have access to that reference, please do read it in full. Uh, we will cover a lot of it here, and if you don't, you can always write us at info at YZS2S.org, but it's a critical, fundamental reference on the subject of ethics and on the subject of justice. This is from that, all right? So, Mr. Hubbard starts this article stating the following. He says, throughout the ages, man has struggled with the subjects of right and wrong and ethics and justice. The dictionary defines ethics as, quote, the study of the general nature of morals and of the specific moral choices to be made by the individual in his relationship with others, end quote. The same dictionary defines justice as, quote, conformity to moral right or to reason, truth, or fact, end quote, or, quote, the administration of law, end quote. As you can see, These terms have become confused. So this is um, the first thing to understand about ethics and justice is they are two different words and they often get confused and they often get interchanged and in doing so, um, adding a lot of vagueness and imprecision to the subject, which of course leads everybody into a lot of misery. So Mr. Hubbard goes on to say this, all philosophies from time immemorial have involved themselves with these subjects, and they never solved them. The solution lay first in their separation. From there, it could go forward to a workable technology for each. Now, I remind you, if you've been listening to BusinessWise, Mr. Hubbard uh, refers to technology often, and correctly so. Technology is applied knowledge. Okay, It's knowledge that you can use to produce some kind of effect or product. So, you have technology of dentistry. that means you can fix people's teeth. You have a technology for sales. So that means you can actually sell people competently and honestly. and of course, there's a technology for administration as well. so uh, there's also a technology for ethics and there's a technology for justice. in other words, there's knowledge that you can learn and use to get a result with every time. That's another thing about technology is it's it's precision. there is precision to technology, and that's why. These are categorized as technology, okay? So he goes on to say this, ethics, now we're getting into the definitions, ethics consists simply of the actions an individual takes on himself. It is a personal thing. When one is ethical or, quote, has his ethics in, end quote, it is by his own determinism and is done by himself. This is ethics, okay? This is a person monitoring their own rightness or wrongness in action and adjusting themselves accordingly. That's, that would be ethics. The group's not involved in this. It's something the guy is doing or girl is doing on themselves personally. That is the subject of ethics. All right, then he goes on to define justice. This is Mr. Hubbard now. Justice is the action taken on the individual by the group when he fails to take these actions himself okay, a person won't put their ethics in, they won't straighten up, they're, you know, stealing from the till or they're being slack at work and, you know, costing the organization uh, production and viability and so forth by not working or they are passing information to rival organizations, for, uh, for instance. There's lots of different ways you can go out of out ethics. You can engage in uh, extramarital affairs while you're, work, you know, at work and so forth and blow the whole place up. There's, there's a, a lot of ways garden variety ways in which people uh, fail to keep ethics in on themselves and of course this ends up being very destructive to the group and if the group doesn't do anything about it then the group just goes to blazes okay so that means that there is a need for another technology the technology of ethics which mr hubbard discovered and developed is not being utilized by the person by the way We have several episodes on ethics uh, in BusinessWise. Every time we talk about a condition or a condition formula to rise from one operating state to the next, that is what we're talking about. We're talking about ethics. So if you review in the archives of BusinessWise any of the episodes that addressed uh, any of the conditions, whether it be affluence, power, emergency, danger, I think we discussed treason. We covered a lot of them. I don't think we've covered all of them yet, but we've covered a lot of them. That is ethics. These are actions the the person is supposed to be taking on themselves. They're supposed to go. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm at a I'm a, I'm dropping the, in the conditions. I'm not surviving as well as I was. You know, people are unhappy around me. I'm unhappy. My kids hate me. Whatever it is, I am now going down the conditions. So I'm going to straighten up my act here, and I'm going to use the technology of ethics to start coming up the conditions. You know. Uh, we're losing employees we're losing uh business uh, our production statistics are going down, our viability is going down. This would be a an ethics condition as it applies to a group, for instance, because you can apply ethics to groups, you can apply ethics to individuals. okay, you can apply ethics to mankind. I think mankind is in a very very dangerous uh condition right now, uh threatening to go into non-existence, which is um anyway, a whole other story so uh these are the conditions formulas, and these are ethics actions that one takes on one's own determinism, to change that condition and go into a higher, more survival operating state. Okay, that's ethics. But if the guy's not doing that, or the girl's not doing that, then they're going to bring the whole shooting match down with them. So that group, whatever that group might be, or that civilization, for that matter, must have a justice system where the group now takes action to protect uh, itself and its survival from the individual who is failing to put ethics in on themselves that is truly justice they're two different subjects so say well you know i'm going to use ethics on that guy no you're going to use justice on that guy if you're you're getting the in the frame of mind you're going to grab your six shooter and strap it around your waist and head on down uh uh you know to the okay corral well, uh, you're not about to put ethics in, you're about to apply justice. You could say put ethics in if the guy all of a sudden had a realization sitting there watching you uh, stride down the main street there, uh, you know, at high noon and go, you know what, I'm going to put my ethics in now and that would be fine. Justice generally goes only long enough the person decides to put their own ethics in. That's really the ideal scene for uh, justice. But anyway, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. So uh, I'm skipping around a bit in this reference, not going to cover every line of it, but he says here, and it's a very important datum, ethics is so native to the individual that when it goes off the rails, he will always seek to overcome his own lack of ethics. Interesting, isn't it? The being is basically good and he will always, 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 try to put his own ethics in uh, wittingly or unwittingly. That's why you have these criminals who leave clues for themselves or uh, why the husband who is uh, uh, being unfaithful, uh, leaves clues, you know, on his, you know, the lipstick smear on the collar. And, you know, it's basically desiring to be caught because he's trying to put his own ethics in. Mr. Harper goes on to say this. He knows he has an ethics blind spot. The moment he develops it at that moment, he starts trying to put ethics in on himself, and to the degree that he can envision long-term survival concepts, he may be successful, even though lacking the actual tech of ethics. It has happened. People can straighten up. It's, it's a little rough when you don't have the technology, but if they can envision long-term survival, look, if I continue down this path, I'm going to lose my family. I'm going to lose my wife. Um, I'm probably going to lose my job. And you know what? Um, that's enough now. You know, not going down this road anymore. And uh, sometimes they have some success with that. A lot of times they don't, though. That's why Mr. Hubbard developed this technology, so the person can get their own ethics in and turn their own life around. All right. He goes on to say this. He says, once on the way down, without the basic technology of ethics, which, by the way, we're not covering in this uh, episode. We're covering justice, mostly. But he says, once on the way down, without the basic technology of ethics, he has no way of climbing back up the chute. He just caves himself in directly and deliberately. What does cave in mean? Do I need to define it for you? There is not a single listener here who has not caved himself in at one point or another. And uh, there is a whole bunch of mechanics of the mind behind what a cave in is, but you know what it feels like. You know, you just, you're completely introverted uh, very, very, uh, depressed uh, what we'd say low in tone, um, low morale and, uh, not able to think clearly caved in. Okay. Just get the idea of being in a cave and having a cave in and you kind of get the picture. I, you know what it is. I'm sure you've experienced, it, right? Okay. So he says he just caves himself indirectly and deliberately. Don't you, when you do something unethical, don't you now cave yourself in to one extent or another immediately afterwards until you've you know, successfully rationalized it all away and managed to get into another beingness entirely that really isn't you and kind of continue to operate in some marionette fashion or another. This is Mr. Hubbard. And even though he has a lot of complexities in his life and he has other people doing him in, it all starts with his lack of knowledge of the technology of ethics. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that when a person starts to go uh, out ethics and they're, they're not keeping their own ethics and, you know, there's, they seem to pull in an awful lot of people doing them in. <laughs> if you've ever noticed that, or you maybe ever experienced that. And I'm sure you've either, you've probably witnessed it in somebody else and maybe somebody else has witnessed it in you and you didn't notice, but, uh, but that's kind of how that goes. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Everett goes on to say this and by this he's of course referring to the technology of ethics as he, uh, discovered and codified it, uh, basically is one of the primary tools he uses to dig himself up. Okay. now he goes on to say this basic nature of man. Next section. He says, No matter how criminal an individual is, he will be trying, one way or another, to put ethics in on himself. This explains why Hitler invited the world to destroy Germany. He had the whole war won before September 1939, before he declared war. The Allies were giving him everything he wanted. He had one of the finest intelligence organizations that ever walked. He had Germany well on the way to getting her colonies back, and the idiot declared war. And he just caved himself and Germany right in. His brilliance was going at a mad rate in one direction, and his native sense of ethics was causing him to cave himself in at a mad rate in the other direction. The people who describe Hitler's uh, latter years, of course, he was quite mad, you know, because he caved himself in. The reactive part of his mind, which we're not uh, going into those mechanics particularly in this episode, but was taking charge, was taking over, and this you'll find more and more as people go more and more out ethics. They become less and less themselves. So then he says, the individual who lacks any ethics technology is unable to put in ethics on himself and restrain himself from conscious survival actions. So he caves himself in, and the individual is not going to come alive unless he gets hold of the basic tech of ethics and applies it to himself and others. He may find it a little unpalatable at first, but when you're dying of malaria, you don't usually complain about the taste of the quinine. You may not like it, but you sure drink it. Okay, so now he gets into justice. Very, very interesting. And we're going to devote the rest of this episode and then the next two episodes on this because there's quite a bit to know about this. And the more you understand it, the more you can use it, Because I promise you, you're going to have situations within any group, particularly as it expands. If it's rapidly expanding, you're going to find there's more and more of this. You're going to need to use justice because you're going to run into situations where people will not put their own ethics in. So you better have a firm grip on this. Fairly simple, but uh, a lot of places you can make mistakes on the subject of justice. And instead of bringing about justice, you bring about injustice. Now, if you've ever experienced injustice, you probably didn't like it. So better not mete it out to others. Okay. Get known uh, if you're a leader as a very just leader, and you'll probably find your group will grow. So this is not an inconsequential subject. And I know it's not talking about sales. I know it's not talking about marketing. I know it's not talking about hiring, but please, Listen to this. Make your friends listen to this, because we have too little justice in the world right now and too much out ethics, because justice is being incompetently done. It's not really understood to begin with, and then when it is done, it's done horribly and and way wrong, as you will discover. Okay, so let's go into this section now. He says, when the individual fails to put in his own ethics, the group takes action against him, and this is called justice. I have found that man cannot be trusted with justice. That's Mr. Hubbard. He says, I have found that man cannot be trusted with justice. Isn't that the rub right there? You know, we're studying a subject that we can't really be trusted with. So I think it means that we should probably study it carefully and be very, very conscientious in its use and uh, learn to trust ourselves to use justice properly. Okay, because it gets more often than not, it is done incorrectly. So he says, the truth is, man cannot really be trusted with, quote, punishment, end quote. With it, he does not really seek discipline. He wreaks injustice. To wreak is to bring about, right? So he wreaks injustice. He dramatizes his inability to get his own ethics in by trying to get others to get their ethics in. I invite you to examine what laughingly passes for, quote, justice, end quote, in our current society. This is something that you may have already experienced. Uh, certainly, uh, I have seen my share of this. Those individuals who are constantly wielding the hammer of justice. You have heard the charges yet. Yes. and are you know after you and you know after others and they're just like these vicious really because they're they're not really trying to bring about uh, a better society a safer society a more secure society they're wreaking injustice because they have their own ethics out and how many times have you discovered that later in fact in the media right now is uh a circumstance like that where an individual won't go into the names but uh has been, you know, constantly attacking others for their uh lack of ethics. And of course, it turns out to have all kinds of skeletons in their closet. So this is pretty usual and customary. Be aware of it next time somebody's coming after you with bayonets and wreaking injustice. Recognize the fact that they probably have behind them plenty of uh their own uh issues, which is why they're taking it out on you. All right. Anyhow, back to the article he says. Many governments are so touchy about their divine rightness in judicial matters that you hardly open your mouth before they burst into uncontrolled violence. Getting into police hands is a catastrophe in its own right in many places, even when one is merely the plaintiff, much less the accused. Thus, social disturbance is at maximum in such areas. Hey, you want to talk about social disturbance today in America? Clearly. We have a lack of true justice. He goes on, he says, when the tech of ethics isn't known, justice becomes an end all in itself. Let's face it if people don't know how to get their own ethics in, if they don't have the technology of ethics, then of course their ethics are going to go more and more wildly out. And then justice becomes the uh, be all and end all. You know, it's a solution to everything. Let's just end up with a police state. Let's have everybody monitored. Let's have this, let's have that. It's insane. Why? Lack of uh, a technology of ethics and, frankly, a lack of technology of justice, which has its own know-how. Just to repeat that, when the tech of ethics isn't known, justice becomes an end-all in itself, and that just degenerates into a sadism. Governments, because they don't understand ethics, have, quote, ethics committees, end quote, but these are all worded in the framework of justice. So you have ethics committees, I'm speaking now aside, that's, this isn't Mr. Robert, but, you know, you witness these ethics committees are really justice committees They're misnamed. Okay, so I'll repeat that. Governments, because they don't understand ethics, have, quote, ethics committees, end quote, but these are all worded in the framework of justice. They're even violating the derivation of the word ethics. They write justice over into ethics continuously with medical ethics committees, psychological ethics committees, congressional committees, etc., These are all on the basis of justice because they don't really know what ethics is. They call it ethics, but they initiate justice actions and they punish people and make it harder for them to get their own ethics in. Have you noticed this? The more you punish, the harder it is for people to get their own ethics in. It's just one of the cycles. That's why it's important to understand this. Proper justice, Mr. Hubbard says, proper justice is expected and has definite use. When a state of discipline does not exist, the whole group caves in. See, justice is needed. That's why I'm emphasizing the subject over these next three episodes. It is needed. Don't think it isn't needed. But understand it and know how to use it. it. Says here, it has been noted continually that the failure of a group began with a lack of or loss of discipline. Without it, the group and its members die. But you must understand ethics and justice. So, he says it right here. Do you hear me tapping the page? says it right here. You need ethics and justice. Don't think you can. I'm going to have this utopian group that doesn't need ethics, doesn't need justice. We're all just live in one fairytale land, you know, uh, where everybody is sweetness and light. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? You know, that is not how groups work. So if you're going to operate like that, you're going to be very disappointed. Okay, he says the individual can be trusted with ethics, and when he is taught to put his own ethics in, justice no longer becomes the all important subject that it is made out to be. He says the breakthrough is that we do have the basic technology of ethics. For the first time, man can learn how to put his own ethics in and climb back up the chute. This is a brand new discovery, it marks a turning point in the history of philosophy. The individual can learn this technology, learn to apply it to his life, and can then put his own ethics in, change conditions, and start heading upwards towards survival under his own steam. I hope you will learn, this is Mr. Hubbard speaking, I hope you will learn to use this technology very well for your own sake, for the sake of those around you, and for the sake of the future of this culture as a whole. L. Ron Hubbard. All right, there you go. That's our first installment uh, of three that I decided I wanted to do on this subject, justice and injustice. We'll get more into uh, what constitutes justice and injustice in uh, our next episode. But uh, first thing, of course, is to clarify the difference between ethics and justice. The fact that they are two separate uh, areas of technology. There are technologies to both areas, and uh, you have to learn them because they're a vital part of the existence and survival and expansion of any group, large or small, including a, a culture, including a country. Okay, so I um, hope you got something out of this one. Do uh, leave us your comments as uh, we love to read them. Send us any feedback, info at wiseeastus.org and give us a like if you're digging what we're going over. And uh, we'll talk again to you next week with our second installment of this subject of justice versus injustice.